Hello. Episode 27 <laughs> of Cutscene Combos. Um, the self-proclaimed number one nerdcast in the world. Um, well, probably not because there's a lot of nerdcasts because podcasters are huge in nerds. In our but, world. But I, I don't know of a better podcast that covers nerd stuff. I don't listen to any other nerd podcasts. Um, and I mean, we've branched out now. It's not just superheroes. We cover Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and all that kind of good stuff. So mm -hmm. um, if you're new here, welcome. You're going to want to hit that subscribe button because we're great. And you're going to want to like the video because we are also great. Agreed. Um, and this week we've got some great stuff to cover. We're going to be doing a little character profile on the High Evolutionary. We're going to discuss the end of Phase 4 in the MCU that's coming up. Uh, discuss the new She-Hulk trailer, the Black Panther trailer, Phase 5 and Phase 6 of the event of um, the MCU, which got announced at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and a couple of other little bits and pieces, including our grand, uh, not a grand final, our villains final of our superhero showdown bracket, which is Abomination versus Captain Cold. Ooh. <laughs> but before we get into all of that, Hori, how's your week been? Um, my week has consisted of be me being extremely excited to record this podcast because it's all I wanted to there, do. There has been, what, four occasions where I've sent you a message or while we've been playing games, I've just gone, I'm very excited to record. <laughs> um, if anyone has been living under a rock, which I find it hard to believe you would have missed this, but if you have and somehow missed San Diego Comic-Con, and I, you I, like I Marvel... I don't think there's a single person on planet Earth who would stumble across this video who won't have been aware of what happened at San Diego Comic Con. I, I would be shocked if there is. But like, in a I've, Venn diagram, what is that like? <laughs> just one person one on the outside. One six-year-old? <laughs> um, but I'm sure you as listeners also understand, For you probably were as excited as we were. So it's this week's been chill, work's been a bit quieter. It's like the calm before the storm of Rocket League Worlds, um, which is next week, a week today. In fact, is when it starts. Wait, so Rocket League Worlds on the same time as COD Champs? Oh, is it? I, I don't know. Yeah, next next Thursday, COD Champs starts. So, World, Rocket League Worlds is 4th to the 14th. I mean, it lasts a lot longer. Yeah. So, COD next, only the weekend. next week is Wild Card, which is what we start in. Um, and we did our draft pick. We got to pick our like who we play first round. Okay, cool. Um, so that should be an easy enough round one for us. Um, but yeah, that's next week. So it's kind of the calm before the storm. Uh, that is will be the content coming out of that. So that's been my week, and then just sat waiting to record this and talk about Marvel. How's your week been? Um, it's been good. Um. We've had a bit of a health scare of my granddad the last couple of weeks, but that's all looking on the up and up now. Um, Which back to work hear. after a week off. Wait, was I still off last week? I don't even I know. I've lost track of time completely. I was I back in the so. office last week? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, I'm off again. <laughs> um, I'm off tomorrow Ma and Monday. Because I'm... Um, Going away with my girlfriend into London to celebrate our eight-year anniversary, so that'll be nice. Um, but yeah, it's been it's very similar to you. Like, obviously, San Diego Comic Con was like middle of the night for us when Marvel were right. doing their Hall H, and I like I was like laying in bed and I was like, you know what, I'll stay up for the first little bit of it, see if anything exciting comes off the bat. 
grab some tweets, put them in the chat so that when you wake up or whenever you get a minute and when I wake up, I have stuff to go back to, blah, 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 blah. What, I said to you four or five times, right, I'm going to bed yep. now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, to bed. so for those that don't know, I'm always awake at that time. My sleep plan is atrocious. Well, I so, assumed you'd be playing games, not checking Twitter. No, nah, I was... I'd forgot what time it was. Like, what, like, currently, when you started messaging me, I was like, oh, yeah, the, I didn't realise the time. Um, but, yeah, there was multiple occasions kind of like, oh, I need to go to sleep now. And I, and I said, okay, I'll just spam in here with anything that gets announced so you have it in the morning. Q 30 minutes later, Connor is typing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's not gone to sleep. He's still awake. Yeah, it's it's a problem. I'm not going to pretend I'm not addicted. I mean, um, I was shocked you were going to go to sleep and not just try and power through. But I was so tired. I'm not someone who normally struggles with like being tired that much. Normally, I'm like, oh, good energy, then I'm tired, then I'm asleep. Um, mm -hmm. I was fucking exhausted. I was fighting through it. But every time I'd like put my phone down and roll over... Ding. I'd get like a surge of energy, like, I'll oh, just refresh one more time. Oh, um, I've, literally, that whole time, I had two Twitter accounts open that I was refreshing. I had, um, you know, new. do you watch new Rockstar stuff? Um, occasionally. So they were doing a stream where they were just discussing stuff coming out. So I had that quietly on in the background in case they got anything. And I was just there like, refresh refresh what's the next thing that's coming out of whole h <laughs> it was it was like a kid so, of christmas so so good um and Which i think it's not going to stop a lot of the hate phase four has gotten um and that's just Probably because not. the mcu is such a large pop culture icon now it's cool to hate on it at this point yeah um don't get me wrong, it's not perfect. The VFX isn't perfect. It could improve, but pumping out this amount of content, unfortunately, there are going to be some things that fail. But I don't think it's as bad as some people are trying to make out it has been. Um, I've greatly enjoyed it. I think people are just expecting to feel the same way they did during Phase 3, despite Phase 4 being more like a Phase 1, in the sense mm -hmm. of we're being introduced to new characters. Yeah, I think people have got clouded from phase three that they just expect that like i don't know level of i don't know like film but you don't get to that level without the story arc building to that and they were just clouded by the fact that we're back in a phase one essentially but exactly yeah i think phase four is um, good but i mean my prediction was off what i expected yeah i mean um, we both said we didn't really expect I, I expected there'd be some casting announcements, which granted there were, um, because that's more of a Comic-Con kind of thing. And unfortunately, they were, I thought they were going to hold all kind of footage and big announcements for D23, which could more positively affect Disney's stock price. Um, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. They've held, we believe, the, the eight wow. untitled projects of Phase 6 for mm. D23, which is still going to be huge announcements. And they've actually saved um, cast, some cast stuff, potentially. Yeah. Um, so, like, don't get me wrong, D23 is not going to suck oh. now. But I don't think anyone expected this year to be getting news all the way up to the end of Phase 6. I think... We were, we were both, like, 
pretty similar wavelengths. I, I think the only thing I said that I'd kind of hoped was maybe a Black Panther trailer, but we also agreed it may be only at D23, but they yeah. delivered on that. Um, um, especially with how late they've been leaving trailers in the last yeah. couple of months, or last year. But, yeah, we, we both kind of severely underestimated what they were going to show at yeah. uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Kevin came to play. They, they really were just like, oh, you... you this isn't enough oh well we've got more we're yeah. not done we've got more and then everyone's like okay with they, they've gone through everything that was on the phase five board oh wait we're not finished there's his phase six but wait there's more <laughs> literally so it's like i think after that i think my prediction actually now for d23 is it's gonna be more disney plus focused it's gonna announce it's, the phase six be films. The eight projects yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be the eight projects that haven't been confirmed from Disney Plus. Um, sorry, that Phase haven't been six. confirmed yet, um, which are going to be some Disney Plus shows and some films. Um, and I think we'll get casting information for Fantastic Four because that's due to start filming early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there'll be a couple of teaser trailers for stuff coming early next year. Yeah, and I think maybe we'll get a trailer for one of the Disney Plus shows. Um, because obviously it's like more makes more sense to do any Disney Plus stuff at the Disney exactly. Twenty Three, but yeah, I mean San Diego Comic Con was above our expectations, and I'm glad it was because yeah, wow, strap in. Um, and I mean one of the big things from San Diego Comic Con was the introduction of the High Evolutionary in yes. Guardians Three. Yes. Um. So. I don't know about you, Hori, but like, I recognise that name straight away. Don't get me wrong; I don't, I didn't know a lot about the character, but um, I did, it is a name that rings bells instantly for me. Um, was it that for you, or you just like? I'm going to assume this is exciting if they're announcing it, but I don't know why. I feel like I'd. It was one of those where I was like, I feel like I've heard this name before, but I don't know, and maybe I've heard it in passing or someone's mentioned something about it like it's one of those things where like someone's made a prediction in the past and it's like a name that's thrown in there well, but i don't really know anything well there's good news because if you're in the good same boat sorry um i decided it'd be good idea to put a little character profile together um as we always do and i mean it makes sense mm-hmm. so high evolutionary aka herbert windham what a name he first appeared in Thor number 134 back in September 1966. He's quite old then. Old boy. Um, he was born in Manchester, England. Oh, go on. Um, and here's where it gets really interesting for me. Um, how deeply ingrained he is in the history of Marvel. Oh. Um, so he was very interested in the experiments of Nathaniel Essex, who some people recognise as uh, X-Men villain Mr. Sinister, uh, and his, like, biological alteration and stuff. I see. Um, and then when attending a conference in Geneva, he was given the secrets for unlocking, unlocking genetic codes by an inhuman. Oh. Okay. Um, he then used this to create a serum that would allow him to alter his own genetic code. Of course he did. But these experiments got him um, kicked out of Oxford. 
I mean, again, no surprise. At which point he recluded to a mountain um, where he built a lab and started working with one Jonathan Drew. Okay. Jonathan has a daughter called Jessica. The keen-eyed and eared among you will know that Jessica Drew is um none other than Spider Woman. Oh. Um. So Jessica became ill as a child, and um Herbert used a mixture of spider serum and his technology that he'd been working on to treat her. And this is what turned her into Spider Woman. Interesting, didn't I? Um. And they all lived up on this mountain working on their stuff, um, their creepy science stuff. Of course and what eventually happened was um, Jessica's mother died um, due to an attack from some kind of werewolfy thing. Um, so Jonathan basically went, fuck this, I'm out, I need to go look after my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when Jessica and Jonathan left the mountain. Um, okay. and then Herbert built himself his first power suit. Oh, okay. Um, he then took on a new assistant called Warren, mm-hmm. um, who some people might know as the Jackal, which is a another villain. Um, and basically, he just continued to work on and improve his technology so that he was always at the very forefront. Um, and then eventually he built a citadel on this mountain that after some problems and people getting in his way from him trying to evolve himself, um, mm-hmm. he launched it and took his citadel into space to get away from <laughs> heroes constantly getting in his way. Um I'm not sure 100% or not, but I think... One of his disciples, or maybe even in the film, him himself, might mm. have been who experimented on Rocket. That is what they seem to be insinuating in the MCU. I'm not sure if it's the same in the comics. Okay. But that seems to be what they're doing for the MCU. That would make sense. Um, And I'm very curious to see what it is. He's kind of... And I always hate doing this because everyone then becomes like, oh, it's just a copycat. He seems kind of similar in character style to um, Brainiac. Okay. But instead of wanting to like collect everything and know everything, mm. he's obsessed with improving himself and evolving and evolving everyone else. Got you. So I'm very curious to see how large a role he plays in Guardians 3. Um whether he's a main antagonist, a side antagonist, or just a secondary character, um, is going to be very interesting to me. I'm going to predict he's a side. Yes. Um, I think... Which I'm sure we're going to get... We're probably going to get Adam Warlock as the main villain for a fair bit of it, and then at the end it'll be Adam Warlock joining the Guardians to fight um, High Evolutionary, I feel. But we'll see. Yeah. Phase four is ending, Hori, already. It it's like indeed. my third day out here. It does feel like it only just started. 
So I saw a um, graph the other day of hours worth of content put out per year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, Marvel put out more content than every other year combined. Sheesh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it makes sense um, with all the shows. Yeah, so you've got all the shows as well as like what we have three films. We're going to have four films this year and yes. three TV shows. Once upon a time, it was what, one film a year? One film a year. Two, two was an insane year, once upon a time. So, no um, wonder. Which is why it feels like it's going faster. Yeah. It's not going faster in terms of content watch, it's going faster in terms of Release. the gap between content. Yeah. Um, because like we said, there's phase six, for instance, takes place in literally 364 days. But okay. there's 10 projects in that time. <clears throat> That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't really registered to me how much is going to be coming out in phase five in literally next year. Yeah, phase phase five starts February 17th and February 17th, 2023 and ends May 3rd, 2024. Uh, yeah. Um, my brain can't comprehend us having that much content for a year. I'm going to say this now, though. That okay. May 3rd, 2024 is going yep. to be pushed back at least two months because otherwise we're going to have like a six-month gap in between the end of Phase 5 and the beginning of Phase 6, which they won't want. Yeah. True. So I think a lot of stuff is going to slide back like two weeks. So yeah. that, that six month gap isn't as long. But yeah, I mean, that, that's not a hint of that. Yeah. Some of those um, things. So before the end of phase four, we have She Hulk and then Black Panther. Um, Black yes. Panther has been named as the end of phase four. Mm hmm. It has. Um, which is kind of interesting because I don't really remember, and don't get me wrong, this might be just because I wasn't as obsessed back then as I am now. I don't remember the end of a phase being confirmed to be a film until afterwards. I think... I, it... I, I, I feel like it was always Kevin Feige going, okay, we're now in phase two, instead of phase one is going to end here. Um, I don't know, because they definitely... I would say... They only introduced the phases when they realized, right, we're at the end of phase one. It was like midway phase two. I think they were like, okay, this is phase two. That was phase one. And then I would say they had the graphs, like those things they do at San Diego Comic-Con or something, which shows the timeline of the phase. They started doing that. So I would say it was somewhere in like mid phase two. They started coming up with like where the phases ended. But there was less, I guess... Because the films weren't as big as they are now, back then. They were big, but they weren't as, as big. There isn't as many, like, eyes and as much focus on the phases and what this means. Because we now we've had those first three, we understand what the phases are doing and what's building up and what's happening. So we're more Maybe. focused on, like, oh, this is the end of phase four, which means phase five starts here and this is when things are going to change. To like, So I think that's part of it. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, but, like I said, Phase 4 is ending. We've only got two projects left of Phase 4. And, I mm. mean, we got treated to trailers to both of them. Yes, we did. 
Um, so let's start with uh, the She-Hulk trailer. Sure, as that is the next thing. Yep. Um, I am very excited. As am I. Um, I do think that people have kind of lost sight and they're focusing a little bit too much on the um, confirmation of Daredevil being in the show. Yeah. Um, I think it was the right and... way to do it. It makes I, complete sense. I'm not, yeah, I'm like, I'm not surprised they did that for San Diego Comic Con. I my issue is just if the fans try and stop it being a She-Hulk show, and after three episodes, if Daredevil isn't in all of them, they're going to be like, "Where's Daredevil? You promised Daredevil. I want Daredevil." Um, I don't. That's what I don't want. I don't think they will. I think the the focus is on that because of the trailer and like the hype of it. As the show comes out, I think people will be paying attention to the fact that it's a She-Hulk show and will be like, oh, Daredevil's going to show up at some point. Also, I'd like to point out, I feel like we talked about it back when the last She-Hulk trailer came out, that I said, oh, I wonder if Matt Murdock will be in it as, like, lawyers and lawyers. But no, we're not getting Matt Murdock, we're getting Daredevil. I mean, we may well, well get Matt Murdock. We might, but I like but that yeah, they showed us him as, they showed us Daredevil and didn't give us, like, a Matt Murdock scene. And it also, I mean, it looks like he's wearing his comic book red and yellow suit. Yes. Um, which is also very interesting and exciting. But, um, so, like, since this trailer came out, there's also been a TV spot that's yeah. added a touch more footage. So I'm just going to include that in here. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So, so it looks like, based on that, that they've changed slightly how she gets her powers. Um, if we remember from when I believe I've already done character profile on She-Hulk, you did. I'm trying. Um, to... She in in the comics she got shot by the mafia and needed mm -hmm. blood transfusion. It looks like in the TV shot they were in a car crash, and when they landed, she got some of Bruce's blood in her. Okay, I was gonna say so I'm pretty it's, sure it's still a blood transfusion, but okay, it's then yeah, car. Crash. It's more accidental bloods mixing rather than transfusion okay he might give her a transfusion later to like uh, maybe i mean the, in the car crash it looked like she was okay and bruce was pretty battered up and it looked like his arm was still in the sling and that he had oh. into the hulk and it looks like she got like his blood on her when she was checking if he was okay okay um, which is an interesting take. I think it kind of makes more sense because realistically, Bruce wouldn't risk his potentially uh, no. dangerous blood on his cousin. Um, but her accidentally interacting with his blood is a lot more logical. And it'll also, we like we already understand why he's not in Hulk form because of the gauntlet and everything. Yes. So it helps them explain um, that a bit more. We also have a slightly better idea on timeline. Okay. Because we've seen in the trailers that Bruce is back in Hulk form. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, what does that mean? Because his arm was fucked up. And then in Shang-Chi, he was in Bruce form with a sling. What's going on? In the car crash, which I can only assume is at the beginning of the show, mm -hmm. Bruce is in a sling still. And he is Bruce still. Yeah. So I can only assume... After that, he is healed slightly. 
and then gone back to being Professor Hulk. Um, so there we go. We know this is taking place after Shang-Chi. Yes. Um, and we have a better idea of what happened. Clearly, whatever happened with the snap um, caused him to become Bruce again to heal um, or something. Yeah, and I mean, it could also be... This is something I thought about. We saw him not being able to turn into Hulk when Hulk got absolutely beat the fuck up and would refuse to come out. So it could just be a thing again of like Hulk's too hurt, so he doesn't want to come out after that because yeah. he had what he had to go through. He's so, got heal. Yeah, it's. I'm sure they'll explain it a bit more. Um, but I'm gonna we we've already touched on this in past episodes, and I know you've already called out people that would probably say otherwise. Uh, we got fourth wall breaking. I've already yeah. seen people being like, oh, she broke the fourth wall. And then comments going, yeah, she was doing it along with before Deadpool Dave even try. Yeah. Yeah. So the it, community's it, already it's on it. Thing. The yeah. community's already on it. Um, and, I, and don't get me wrong, I don't want people who don't know to be like lambasted for it. Because yeah. that's, that's the other. I just want people when they get told to go, oh, that's cool. Not, oh, uh, oh yeah, I don't Deadpool, care. Deadpool yeah. does it better. Yeah. Oh. I think she, um, I think it was great the one we got in the trailer because she's like, she does it and then Bruce turns and is like huh <laughs> and immediately okay, so okay so now we're gonna get sidetracked a little bit and this okay. episode's long as fuck anyway but you just have to hear you know when I sent you that very aggressive message a couple of days ago um, and Vaguely. I was like and I was like dude I've I've just had a huge theory oh yeah yeah fuck. yeah yeah so yeah. this is what my theory pertains to oh okay. Throughout phase four, yes, we have had people looking straight down the fucking lens of the camera. Yeah. In in every project, at some point, someone goes... True. So, when She-Hulk did a fourth full break, I didn't think anything of it. But then when I watched it back, she did a double take. Mm-hmm. She spoke to the camera, looked away, and then was like, confused. Oh, see, I took it less as confused as more as like trying to hide the fact that she just talked to the cat. No, no, no. If you if you watch it, she goes, he doesn't, and then looks back and kind of pulls a weird face, like, wait, who the fuck am I talking to? Oh, see, I read that as her because um, Bruce turns to her as if to be like, what the fuck are you on about? Who no, you just talked to? It looked very similar to the kind of confused looks we've had of other people who've broken the fourth wall and stared straight at the audience. I am predicting now that something to do with some phase six shenanigans is going to be relevant to that. Okay. I think... See, this is difficult without getting into and like, kind of talking what I'm going to discuss next week. But... I'll explain more when I'm talking about Secret Wars next week. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling, depending on how they do it, that could actually be the moment people get taken from during Secret Wars. And they have a moment, and that kind of confused look is them being taken and coming back and kind of remembering it before they forget it. Oh, okay. Or something like that. There is a reason in every single Phase 4 project you've had someone stare straight down the fucking barrel of the camera. Um, and there's a reason they showed that fourth full break from the trailer and not a different one. Because in other ones that have come out in like TV spots since, 
she hasn't done any weird double takes. It was only that one. And I, I'm willing to bet that is the first foot. That is the first fourth wall break we see in the show. Possibly, yeah. Um, I, I so just, I'm really, really curious about that. Um, I there just is some, there is there is something afoot. Yeah, see, I didn't even. I just read that expression that she does as because the way Bruce goes to her, huh or whatever he says, he says something and looks at. It's like her looking away from him, being like, "Oh shit, he's gonna catch me." Like, what? Yeah, either that or it's their way of telling us what characters are important. Because Wanda's done it, and now She-Hulk's done it, and who the other people that did it? Who did it in Far From Home? Someone did it. I, I don't remember. Was it Doctor Strange? Possibly. I'm trying to think. Someone did it in Far From Home, I remember. Someone's done it in all of the Phase 4 projects. Not Far From Home, No Way Home. I know um, what you meant. So yeah, so that's, sorry, that was kind of my little tangent. Um, I am phenomenally excited for She-Hulk. I'm excited that um, she is trying to get Blonsky off, um, despite the fact he's in prison for trying to kill Bruce. Yeah, I love the, the whole thing of... It set up the whole... F that she's, like, being a lawyer for some superhero shenanigan or super... Like, whatever department. Enhanced people. Yeah, that was it. And then she's, like, the first person she meets is Abomination. And then she goes to her boss and she's like, oh, I have a... Like, the typical lawyer thing, I have a conflict of interest. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Like, this um, department doesn't care about that shit. Like... <laughs> And that is definitely the US government trying to build the Thunderbolts. Okay. Um, and she's either on the side of helping the US government like put together the deal and sell it to the people, mm -hmm. or she's on the side of the fuck do you mean you're taking him out of prison? I think it'll get as the show goes on, I think she'll realize she doesn't want to be on the government side i think it'll be a case of she's a really good lawyer the government's come to her with this job because they know she's bruce's cousin whether she's let on that or not um that's why they've like picked her and as she's doing things she's gonna be like what the fuck am i doing this is like this is the u.s government doing shady shit um fuck this i'm uh. out sort of thing and also more Wong supremacy. Oh yeah, we got the Wong multiverse. <laughs> as I, as... I am I am here for Wong to be in every Marvel project going forward. Do you know what I've realised? And I'm totally okay with it. Wong, in a way, is like the Stanley cameos. Stanley was in everything and appeared somehow. And I love the idea that Wong becomes that character that's just they find a reason to have him everywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's going to get paid off that because he's clearly involved in a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. He's trying to manage stuff. So yeah. it does make sense. It's not needless. No. Um, but it's great because Wong is a fan favourite character. Um, so seeing him cropping up consistently is really nice. Yeah. Um, and when a big complaint of Phase 4 has been, oh, it doesn't feel that connected, even though it's just like Phase say. 1, which wasn't connected at all. Um, Wong's tying it all together. What Wong is your connection, so that you still feel like it's all relevant. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And it, 
also like 100% makes sense with this like with She-Hulk because we saw in Shang-Chi he was with Abomination and hanging out so yeah, yeah it makes sense that he'd show up in this I'm not and we also got confirmation that it's 9 episodes 30 minute mm-hmm. episode sitcom style Yep. It's going to so, be a comedy. They're trying to make people laugh. So if I see one person going, oh, why, why are they trying funny. so hard to be funny? It's okay for you to not find it funny, but don't go, why are they trying so hard to make it funny? It's supposed to be funny. It's going to be a comedy. Relax. Relax. Also, the fact is going to be nine episodes. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed this is I mean, a start. They've also made the episode shorter, though. So we're getting yeah, less overall runtime. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean. No, not necessarily. Let's just hope nine episodes lets them do what they need to do. Hopefully. Um, I'm, I'm confident. I, ha- I have high hopes. I also, with the trailer we saw, it was interesting that, which I don't know if this is the case in the comics, but she seems to pick all of her Hulk abilities up a hell of a lot quicker and better than Bruce does. Well, the thing is, because she's not controlled by anger, it makes it a lot easier. Okay, she just gets on top, yeah. Because, yeah, think about it like this. Bruce was trying to fight Hulk. Yeah. Whereas she's like, okay, cool, I have these abilities. I just need to... To learn how to use them. Yeah, just to learn to control them. I just um, love her, the, like... Her struggle's more of an internal struggle of how do I still be a professional lawyer while being six Super. foot nine and green, green. and muscly. <laughs> I um, loved... The little moments as well of like Bruce is like, who's your best friend? And she's like, uh, Jenny. No, Spandex. <laughs> Spandex well, is I mean, your friend. It's been a long running joke from the comics that somehow, no matter how big and angry the Hulk gets, he's always got shorts on yeah. still. And it's like, wow, these shorts are made of indestructible material. So it's kind of like a bit of a callback to that joke. It's like, no, Spandex is your friend. <laughs> and then the whole like training. Oh, do you know what I saw? Which was an interesting theory. The place that they're training and like this like Hawaiian beach hut looking thing looks very similar to where Venom was at the end of um Ooh. Far Far From Home. No way home. No way home. <laughs> um that like beach hut bar, there's a shot and it looks almost identical. So people are wondering mm-hmm. if it's the same place that they've like retreated to to go and maybe. That'd be um, interesting. It could be if there's like a little hint that Venom's been there or something. Um, very, very interesting indeed. But yeah, I'm trying to think what else got shown in the trailer that we. I will say, I maybe this is just me, and I'm not that like fussed about it. But I think the CGI looks better in this trailer than the last one. Yeah, I, I think every little look we've got, it looks a little bit better than the last. Um, it's not phenomenal. But it's also a big green person. I think if it was too good, it would feel weird in a different way. Yeah. Um, um, my only complaint is I would like her to be taller and thicker. I so here's something I saw someone make a point is we might see her at different like levels of Hulk because there seems to be some shots where she looks smaller but still green, and then somewhere she's like absolutely fucking yoked. Yeah. So. Whether she that can control consistency, it, it could be. It could also be shot angles and like the angle that like we're look, watching it from. But it could be interesting if she can kind of like mix between the two a bit. Um, but I'm trying to think. 
I, like the thing that I saw was like everyone's like, oh, it's a bit uncanny valley sort of vibes, and it's like, well, yeah, because but they're like, we don't get it from Bruce and the Hulk. And it's like, well, yeah, because you've watched the Hulk for how many years now? Like you know the Hulk. It's normal to you. A big green woman isn't normal to you yet. You're not used to it. I guarantee by the end of the show, people don't really have a complaint as There'll be strong. some people who refuse to back well, down. Of course there will be. But like, yeah. a lot but of people... I, I do like, agree overall people will get over it. People go, oh, actually, it looked fine by the end of the show. Like, just took some getting used to. Yeah. Um, and that brings us on, I think, to the Black Panther trailer. Oh my god, yes. Now, this really sucks for me. Not because it wasn't good. But because long before we had this podcast, I predicted that Namor would be in this film. Oh, and you don't have the clip to show. Yeah, so I, so I don't have any ability to go if you go back to episode 12. Because, I mean, show that's... The that's far. But, like, I'm pretty sure if we went back in the MCU group chat that's, like, three years old at this point or whatever, I said Namor is going to be in Black Panther 2. Um... I actually think there is a previous episode where we talked about Atlantis. Uh, for sure. So, um, in a no, way, I, there I, is I like... Count, I, I don't count anything in the podcast. It's like long enough ago. Okay. Well. Um, which is my problem. But I, I've, I've believed for a long time that Namor would be in Black Panther 2. Um, and maybe it was blind hope that has been rewarded um, because I love the character. But I am so fucking hype uh i just also for people that have listened to the podcast for a while um update on black panther's production uh it has completed uh we are in final stages <laughs> i just thought i'd let that update out in case you didn't know um <laughs> breaking you news know, you know when we discussed atlantis before it was when we were doing all that stuff it was when you mentioned on the production that set leaks of um water filming Yes, that was it. And I was like, oh my god, that's going to be Atlantis because the wall's yeah. in it. Yeah. It's, you're um, like, it's happening. Yeah. Also, I just want to say now, and maybe I'm not everyone agrees, but this Black Panther trailer was the best trailer of any MCU film we've had. Yes, it was gorgeous. Just um, the, the music, the way it was put together, the shots, the visual, like, it's stunning emotional i i'm so glad we got a trailer it was so good it it really was i watched that trailer we, like five times in a row yeah so I, I think we did get a synopsis but basically what i can tell is um wakanda has lost to charla mm -hmm. um and as a nation there's a bit of infighting about it and then countries of the world now knowing how powerful they are are like ayo be a shame if someone colonized you um and it looks like part of that issue may be no more coming to claim land um i'm also so... hearing a rumor that the soldiers that were seen could potentially be some of Doctor Doom's soldiers, similar to in the comics when he tried to invade Wakanda. Yeah, so this is 
there's been a few different theories of different things I've seen. Um, I think it's safe to assume from the trailer there's shots of um, T'Challa's mother and sister in like black outfits, upset. I think that's linked to whatever his funeral is. I think the white outfits that we see walking through the city, they're carrying the Black Panther mask. I think that's a like a not necessarily a coronation, but like the passing of the mantle to whoever's the next one. Um one theory I saw there was obviously I saw I think it was you that told me the Doctor Doom one and the soldiers yes. potentially being that. Also a theory of like um because isn't Atlantis built with vibranium and stuff as well? I, or don't, I think do not know. I think there's something about they have similar like tech, or they also have some and you've used it. So then there's one theory that those two are fighting. I mean, they're both advanced civilizations yeah. that have tried to stay hidden. So one theory is because um, Wakanda is now more known and they've seemingly a, a blaming she, uh, his mother's blaming it on the world and is obviously going to the nations and being like look we're fucking had enough of this shit i'm wondering if them revealing themselves it's this is like the two are fighting for vibranium maybe um and the soldiers are like either u.s government or dr doom just being like a third party trying to like get involved um but yeah i wonder if there's gonna be some sort of like vibranium war which is why we're seeing those two like race, nations oh, fighting. Um, I also noticed in the trailer when we saw Baby Namor being born, he had yep. the wings on his feet, which um, is very that. iconic of his character. And if they would have got rid of them, it would have pissed a lot of people off. Good spot and good little detail then. Yes. Um, I love the fact that they were fucking riding on humpback whales. That looks sick. It's so good. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's a little bit to wind you up. It's a little bit because I genuinely believe it. Okay. If you want to make a film that looks really good and base it in water, this looks better than the next Avatar film. I'm not going to bite on that. You Good try. I'm not going to nibble. Because there's things that I've seen broken down now at the, the Avatar trailer that I know you're wrong. So... <laughs> That's as no. much of a nibble as you'll get out of me. <laughs> but I will say the Black Panther, the what, like the shots they've done underwater, and clearly, Look, obviously, like phenomenal. to have people riding on a whale, that's all fucking CGI. Let's be honest. Uh, no, they actually trained people. Oh, sick, cool. Didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get involved? Um, it's a new ride at Disneyland. Um, yeah, your mother. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, just going there, are we? Um, yeah, all Not that your stuff. Looks... In particular, it was more of a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> those shots look incredible. Um, I think like some of the, I love the Aztec themes and then bringing that into it. Um, because if they are going to call like wherever they are Atlantis, and they're going to play into that, then um, I guess they can kind of theme it how they want. So making it Aztec kind of makes sense. Also means I said this to you. I think. The night on Sunday, the night we were talking about stuff, is that then ties in the Aztec gods that were in uh, for Love and Thunder that people yeah. might have spotted. You've also um, got to remember Namor's half human, half Atlantean. 
Yeah. Um, which is why we get that really cool sequence of him being born in the water and then walking out of the water, mm -hmm. like as he's up, growing up. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm I'm just so excited. I know we don't have a ton of plot details. We only really know that Wakanda's in trouble and stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, it seems Wakanda's in trouble. There's a lot more of we're finally gonna see a lot of the different tribes linked with Wakanda and each of their like own visual styles. So we sort of saw it in Black Panther One, like when they're doing the ceremony and there's like the water tribe and all the different like figureheads. But we might actually finally get to see like all their own, I guess, like, visual language of each of the tribes and stuff, which will be really cool. Um, we also got to see our first look of Riri Williams. Yes, we did. Who looks like she can be almost taking on Shuri's role. Um, yeah. As, like, the R&D person for Wakanda. Yep. Which makes me believe, at least for part of the film, that Shuri is going to have the Black Panther role. Um Yeah. But do you want to know what it is? My only reason to believe that Shuri does not remain Black Panther is because of Letitia Wright. Okay. And her maybe not being in the best favour with Marvel figureheads. Um, yeah, but that hasn't stopped them just having someone then recast them later. I know, but it's one thing to recast someone who's True. a side character. It's very different to go, okay... We're going to we... take the Black Panther mantle and give it to Shuri and then recast Shuri and then... Also, we don't know if like they've moved past whatever issues they had. And... Yeah, also true. Um, but we also saw I... the start of the Iron Heart. Yes. The tease of that, outf uh, that suit being made. I'm, I'm very, very excited. And I'm going to say it now. So... I guess partially so we have the clip in case people try and say you're just being a bandwagoner. Mm -hmm. If anyone goes after Ironheart for not being a good enough legacy character to Tony Stark, kindly go fuck yourself. Agreed. Um, Riri Williams is a phenomenal character who works on so many levels and if adapted well from the comics should get all of the love and all of the desire you have for an Iron Man-esque character. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to find it really difficult to believe that your reasons for disliking her aren't based in race or misogyny. So, yeah. unless there is a glaring issue they make with the character, in which case you shouldn't blame the character, you should just be angry at Marvel for ruining the character, you should have no real complaints. And if you're also going to try and turn around and say, oh, well, the boy that was at the funeral should be Iron Man. No. No. It, 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 was, it was a boy. He was, the, he was there for a gimmick. He was, he was, he was, he was there the, to tie in the story. He was the, he was the, he was the physical presence of Tony's conscience. It's not that deep. Um, you moaned about Iron Boy Jr. and Spider-Man. They're listening to you. They're giving you Riri. Grow the fuck up. Um, she's going to be brilliant. And I cannot wait for the Ironheart TV show either. Um, yeah, that's very, very really excited. Um, and then I think the only other thing in the Black Panther trailer was like the last they they teased that shot of the black and gold, which is like the Killmonger one. But I don't necessarily like. You've also got to remember the Killmonger. People were like, "Oh, is that Killmonger?" Then 
But you've got to remember the Killmonger's suit was just like an golden it- jaguar. Well, yeah, it was just an iteration of the Black Panther suit that T'Challa didn't want. Like, and it was just an R&D'd one. So it's not like... He didn't keep that. So... I don't know. Yeah. It, it's interesting to see what they'll do. Um, I'm, I mean, overall, like, just the trailer visually looked amazing. I think the fandom has moved away from the you can't recast chadwick that was the gut react the uh, knee-jerk reaction yeah i think well um, i think people have realized that actually recasting chadwick isn't a huge issue i think what we get is we get a variant but that won't happen in this film because the fandom hadn't decided it was ready to potentially move on well the thing as well is like Everyone was like, oh, you can't recast T'Challa, uh, Chadwick. And it's like, well, you don't you necessarily need to. They obviously have come up with a way to write him out and that is true to the character and is, like, clearly going to be well-received, I think. I, th- I, I think the potential issue is T'Challa is the Black Panther. Yes, there have been other Black Panthers, but T'Challa is the Black Panther. So I think a lot of fans were like, yes, it is horrifically sad that Chadwick died and he was phenomenal. However, the best Black Panther stories are T'Challa stories and T'Challa is such a rich character. And when it's a character that is a minority character, I think you don't want to potentially risk losing out on that character. No, but I think for MCU's sake, like you can get away with having someone else take on the mantle and necessarily for MCU's sake have to be T'Challa so that you can still respect Chadwick but not lose the character and the representation that Black Panther gives. Yeah, I mean there's there's ways to do it. Um, I'm very excited and I'm yeah, I mean it always happens. A trailer for the next Marvel project comes out and I'm like, okay, cool. Hype train. I'm on it. I, I, was... I think it's pre-booked for all of them, but I forget about them until the trailer comes out, and I'm like, yeah, let's go, run it. <laughs> I will uh, be watching this film, like, a day before the episode. Nah, nah, so I'll do I not tell you, uh, we're going big time before that, and we're going to be at the premiere. Oh, sick. Yeah, I, I've decided that I've, I've made that decision. Um, I'll, uh, I'll remember an hour before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine, though. Um, you never know one day yeah overall i'm glad we got a black panther trailer from san diego comic-con um especially because there was a period where we had no clue what was going to be going on with black panther and it was Um, actually getting me a little bit concerned about the quality of the film because of the production breaks as well yeah um, it seems like they managed to work around them pretty well yeah they whatever those breaks were obviously needed and they've worked well with the time that they have taken like extra time they've used and stuff so i'm looking forward to it black panther one was amazing visually and culturally so i'm sure this next one will be as well and that moves us on to phase five yes where paul h was like oh so uh here's phase five and all the films in phase five i am so excited for this phase as am i 
this phase is going to slap so hard. This actually very like potentially is going to potentially be the best phase ever. I'm very very excited. I think the only thing missing, although it makes complete sense, is an Avengers film. And don't get me wrong, I get why there isn't one. But yeah. that's, I think, to make it the best phase ever, there has to True. be an Avengers film. Um, oh, yeah. I, I I do believe Phase 6 will take the crown. But... I, I, okay, we've got three projects in Phase 6 right now. It's Fantastic Four, Avengers Kang Dynasty, Avengers Secret War. That's already my favourite phase. Yeah, phase um, six will take the crown, but till we get to phase six, phase five will be holding the crown. But yeah, at the minute, phase five is due to start on February 17th, 2023, which is like five months away, not even. Mm -hmm. With Ant-Man Quantumania. Ant-Man yes. and the Wasp Quantumania. And which Hall H got a sneak peek of. Yes. Um, the footage has kind of been leaked, but not properly, which I'm actually surprised by. Fair play. Um, but in-depth written descriptions have been released. Yes. And one very, very big part of it has stuck out to me, and I have seen the leaked footage from this bit. It's not great, but damn, did it get me bricked up. <laughs> there's, there's a moment when they're in the quantum realm where Scott Lang says to Jonathan Majors, who's playing Kang, mm -hmm. um, hey, buddy, you should watch what you're doing. I'm an Avenger. And Kang, like a badass he is, goes, oh, you're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? Ooh. Ooh. Jonathan Majors is the fucking guy. So, you know, you so know bad. the um, you know the infamous clip of um Snoop Dogg and the actor on their podcast. It's like you don't fucking miss. This guy doesn't miss. <laughs> In the heat of battle, he don't miss. That's Jonathan Majors. Um, He's gonna play it so well. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Jonathan Majors is a red herring, and I'll, I'm going to talk about that next week. Um, but in Loki, as he who remains, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. In as Kang, I genuinely believe he's going to be phenomenal. By the sounds that we're going to get a lot of other Kang variants as well in the next phases, mm -hmm. and I think he's going to be phenomenal as all of them. He gives the perfect energy of villain off, and I cannot wait. Apparently, we're mm -hmm. also getting Modok in this film. Yes, who is also fucking awesome. Um, now originally. I based on the written descriptions we've seen people going Bill Murray's in the trailer Modoc's in the trailer but nothing more than that which led me to think okay so Bill Murray's Modoc but people just don't want to say it I'm now seeing rumours saying he's not Modoc and he's no. another character which is interesting because and the initial reaction on the internet was okay cool Bill Murray's Modoc weird casting choice we'll see how it goes oh, apparently it. he's not Modoc maybe it was like because I stayed up later but I think it was a few hours after you got to sleep, I started seeing things where people were like, weren't putting Modoc and Bill Murray as the, the same person. Yeah. Because, so, from my understanding of the written descriptions, when I, I, I got the sense is they're in the quantum realm or flying through it or whatever, and there's like a flash or very quick moment of mo what is Modoc, and people recognized his him oh, from I his outfit and how he looked. But then there is a scene 
where they are um interacting with bill murray because yes. janet knows him from her time in the quantum realm yes so yeah. he's someone that's also maybe trapped there or whatnot we don't know um and must play some sort of a part <laughs> imagine they use it and tie it into ghostbusters he got trapped there or something by a ghost <laughs> um but I'm very, very excited, Tramp Man. We've also got a poster of Cassie Lang in her Stinger yes. outfit. Um, which is cool. Yeah, the, apparently the footage made out that... Um, She's, like, in trouble with the police or something. Yeah, but also that Scott is now distant from his family because he got too kind of, like, big-headed and celebrity... So here's the thing. That's the initial stuff I was seeing, but then I w I watched a couple of YouTubers and uh, not YouTubers, TikTokers. I think they also do YouTube called Contra Jay Stube and Straw Hat Goofy, who were both in Hall H and saw the footage. Okay. And they're disputing that. Oh, okay. What they're saying is no. It's very much Ant Man, as in he's written a book and his family are giving him grief around the dinner table about it. Yes, Cassie's yes, Cassie's having trouble with the law, but it's not because Scott's become distant and become a bad dad and stopped caring. She's just having trouble with the law. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't So the way I understood it was like he wasn't even interacting with them anymore. But if they were around the yeah, dinner no, table that and doesn't stuff. Then... Yeah, that doesn't sound yeah. like the case at all. It sounds like he's written a book and they're sitting around they're the dinner table and, and, and like a family they're taking the piss out. Yeah, you're too hard um, now. Cassie is having troubles with the police and stuff, but it doesn't seem like it's because no, Scott's okay. got big-headed and egotistical. That's just her being a teenager from yes. with a dad who's Ant-Man. Like. Yeah. Yeah, just a teenager who's having some struggles. I um, am excited to see them explore more of the quantum realm. And so excited. There's so much shithouse really that can go on. And also to like help explain some more of it because we do kind of know very little about it in mcu terms and like how it can affect things also i because i made the prediction oh, i made the guess back when loki was coming out that maybe that was based in quantum the realm. quantum realm which i think you disputed but I, I didn't fully dispute i wasn't wholeheartedly convinced yeah. of but maybe um, maybe there'll be like a flash of a city in the court yeah. and we're like, ooh, TVA. Um, hopefully we get more understanding. The fact that they meet Kang in the quantum mm. realm suggests that maybe you're right and the TVA does have at least a link with the quantum realm. Maybe that's what they use to teleport. Yeah, through so time. So the TVA itself sits outside the quantum realm, but then doors they use interact with the quantum realm. Um... But we also know from the end of Loki there are multiple versions of the TVA build, so that that might get explained. Maybe we see Kang at one of these other cities or TVAs, um, or maybe we see him in another like castle. We're gonna get Kang. Yeah, this is gonna be like the first proper introduction to. Like we've had the man. Who what the sees everything or whatever he was I forget his name title he who remains he who remains that was it we've had him in that but this will be the first introduction of Kang and how he 
is going to be that. Like, and here's the beauty. Ant-Man can win and kill Kang. Kang's not gone, though. Infinite worlds. He's, he'll come back. Oh, you killed B-Tech, bitch Kang. Yeah, he was scary. Wait till you meet me, boy. Um, yeah. So, like, here's the thing. Like, this, this doesn't have to be Final Form Kang. It can be a scary Kang who mm -hmm. Ant-Man barely beats. And it's like, okay, cool. That's that dealt with. And then we yeah. get an even more experienced and even more dangerous Kang when we get to the Kang Dynasty. Yeah. Like, there's options. There is options. Oh, yeah. I do think whatever Kang we get in this is not the final Kang um, that we will be dealing with. Yeah. Because I feel like you're right. Ant-Man might beat this one, and then he's like, to the Avengers, he's like, oh, it's fine. If he crops up again, not an issue. And then he'll be like, oh, shit, I was wrong. <laughs> the, the reason I don't think this is Final Form Kang is because in the snippet of footage, which obviously wasn't high quality and was stolen and blah, 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 um, it didn't look like he was wearing his helmet. Okay. It looked like I could see Jonathan Major's hair and face shape very well. Quite possible. So we might, so we might get, yeah, he's Kang and he thinks the same, but he ain't, he ain't got them upgrades. Yeah, he um, ain't Final Form. <laughs> Yeah, um, and and I think that would actually be scarier. Um, we see a Kang who isn't even at his peak form, and Ant Man is like barely able to beat him with a bit of maybe dumb luck or something. And then we meet an even more dangerous Kang down the line, and we're like, "Oh shit, this is this is not good." Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's all that was really revealed with Ant Man. Yeah. I mean, we've still got a lot to discuss, and while I could discuss a uh, two-minute bit of footage that I've not even been able to see, um, I think we can probably move on. <laughs> there's, there's one thing I will say. I'm looking oh. forward to um, Steve Lang's friend. You know the oh, one Lang? that tells... No, Scott Lang. Why did I say Steve? Scott Lang's friend. You know the one that tells all the stories? Louise. Yeah, Louise. I can't wait for another Louise story. Yeah, and here's the thing. He's a, he's a beautiful storytelling device because it's an easy way to take two minutes of the film, make it really funny and enjoyable for the audience and catch them upon everything they've missed. Yeah. It, it is actually a brilliant, brilliant storytelling tool. Um, it's going to be... I can't wait for that. They're always great. And then we get what, if not for another project... <laughs> would have been my most anticipated project of mm -hmm. Phase 5 in Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, which is coming in spring 2023, and that is going to be a Disney Plus TV show. Mm -hmm. Which we'd had very slight set photos a few months back in London. Yeah. Uh, and um, then Hall H got some, fo uh, some footage. Yeah. And interestingly this footage seems to have been discussed the least on the internet yeah um but i did manage to find uh someone who'd seen it and was talking about it so i have some information nice so we've been told it's going to be a spy thriller and mm -hmm. you're genuinely going to be made to feel like you don't know who is who which i like. um which i think is going to be so exciting my favorite mcu film for the most part is like not just taking on like the fan service and what it does for the overarching MCU, but individual film mm -hmm. is Winter Soldier because of that espionage element. Yeah. Um, which makes me very excited for this. But basically, in the footage, it sounds like Nick Fury arrives back on Earth. Mm -hmm. 
and it sounds like he's been gone for a very long time. Yes. Apparently, it explains he's been gone for years. Yeah, like a lot longer than we think. Yeah. Like, we got that. Soldier might not have even been him long. Possibly. Because we, so we got that teaser, didn't we, where they shape shifted in the car and then he's on a ship and everyone's like, wait, when's he been gone? And everyone's trying to pick which scene or which moment in past films. Could be fucking miles before any of that and people have no idea. We might have genuinely only seen the actual Nick Fury in the first Avengers film. Um, actually, we might have only seen the real Nick Fury in Miss Marvel, not Miss Marvel. Um, also very possible. Um, and he's explaining to Kobe Smulders' character Maria Hill. Yes. Um, what's going on? And then, I mean, then they kind of waffled on a little bit. Um, but then apparently there's also a scene where they're in like a cafeteria. And you see Talos in human form talking about something. And then he goes to... And then whoever he's talking to stands up really aggressively and everyone else in the room turns into the person who stood up and stares at them. So, like, the entire room... Yeah, literally, that's how someone described it. It was like, you know, like, in the Matrix where you have all the Agent Smiths? It was like that. And I'm just like, holy shit, this guy blow my fucking mind. A lot of people worried that Secret Invasion wouldn't blow their mind because it hasn't been built up. And it's like, no, Secret Invasion's not supposed to be built up. That's the point. Yeah, you're meant it's to not... It's supposed to make you rethink everything you've ever seen because you didn't think there was anything wrong with it. There's there's going to be so many things. Cause, so here's the thing. For Secret it's Invasion... Per- oh, sorry. It's a perfect retcon device as well. Yes. If someone's there like, I don't believe that character would have acted that way in that situation. Guess what? They were now a scroll all along. They weren't <laughs> acting that way. It's, it's such a beautiful retcon device. So here's my theory. I think Kevin has planned for Secret Invasion long before any other film. Like an idea that he wanted to do this. I reckon that was his little pet project for a while. And I think he always knew it would be really far down the line but I'm, he's always kept it in mind and been like okay these are the characters i want it to affect as they get introduced and stuff and he's purposefully gonna there's gonna be things we've missed in films that no one's picked up on even today like of very small tells of something going on and they're gonna just go back this this show's gonna go back through them all and they're gonna bring them to light and everyone's gonna go holy shit that was under our eyes this whole time for years and then they're just going to completely just pull back the veil on so many things and people aren't ready i don't think people are ready there's also apparently in the trailer or footage that was shown the thing that includes war machine which we got i we saw that picture yeah got leaked and his suit looks fucking insane proper futuristic looking yeah and proper war machine looking like 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 a hybrid between uh, Tony's nano suit, but still with the bulk you'd expect War, war Machine to have. Yeah. Um, apparently, that's still is from a scene where I don't know who's talking to him, whether it's um, Colby Smulders or basically going, "Who's your security detail and how much do you know about them?" Sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it might not necessarily even be the superheroes. It could just be close friends that are like characters that we've just been like oh they're like the sidekick or the people that are always in the background of that character like it could be 
anybody. Yeah. In, be bef- in, in before Wong. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine Wong's just a scroll. <laughs> S- super scroll replaced Wong. Oh, <laughs> that or what else could like? I'm trying to think of like what could be the wildest ones. What if um happy? What if happy's that 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 would completely change everything. Gonna be an interesting one for damn sure. We need to oh. when when it gets closer, we need to throw out as many theories of who could be a scroll and one of them will hit. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just an episode that's sixty minutes long of us just doing like really rehearsed oh my god, what if so and so and then we just upload that as a TikTok when we're right. <laughs> yeah. And then people come back and watch the full episode. It's like it's just eighty minutes of them guessing everyone is a scroll. Yeah. Um I've what? And then after that, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, another May big 5th, one. May 23. Apparently the, well, it is confirmed to be the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy group as, as we, we know, know it. And, he's, and here's the thing, James Gunn said, that doesn't mean everyone has to die. Everyone is going to fucking die. I don't think everyone is going to die. Everyone. I, I think one person lives. I watched. I watched his Suicide Squad film. I. I think, dies. I think one person lives. <laughs> Who? Adam Warlock. Nope. Groot. No. 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 I think Groot. I think Groot survives, and it'll be a. It'll be the case again of he has to regenerate again. I think it, they'll make it seem like he dies, and there'll be a post-credit scene where there's just a leaf, but, just a um, leaf of Groot alive. This, this film was going to be very emotional. I feel. Yes, it is. Um, in the footage that was shown to the audience, we got our first look at Adam Warlock, which somehow has not been leaked. Yeah, I don't know. Um, apparently, Will Poulter looks jacked on stage, which is good. The good um, old Marvel treatment. Actually, let me just Google it. Adam Warlock. Well, everyone was focused MCU on leaked. Baby Rocket. Yeah, but like, come on now. There's got to be a leaked picture. Is that actually not? Um, Internet cares more about a raccoon than uh, a golden man. <laughs> what about that? Depends how briefly it was shown. Okay, I've got like a horrific angle that's partially cut off. Okay, that sounds um, legit then. He doesn't look very gold. That could just be the quality. It very much so. Um, I mean, yeah, the suit looks okay. You can only really see his neck. I, I, I'm pretty sure I said I wasn't thrilled about the casting of Will Poulter. Fucking yeah, you said that in the past. Uh, I trust James Gunn to know what he's looking for. Yeah. Um, and I'm willing to give him a chance. Um, like I said last week with the rumoured castings we were discussing. Just because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have chosen the person doesn't mean I'm right. I'm not a casting director. Um, and I'm willing to give them a chance. I'm If James Gunn trusts him and thinks he can do the role, I'm sure he can. And I'm very excited to see the character. Um, and I hope he does absolutely smash it. Same. Um, in the footage, we also got to see Gamora, who yes. apparently looked like she was now the leader of the Ravengers, which is kind of crazy. So we're getting our first variant 
of a character that's uh, dead being brought back mm. in. Welcome to the comic book age, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the then, multiverse. Yeah, and then as you already mentioned a minute ago, there the footage that broke the internet, Baby Rocket. Well, they had no need to make him that cute, by the there, way. There, there is also we'll just put out. There is no official confirmation, but I think it's pretty fucking obvious that a baby raccoon being picked up out of the trash by someone is definitely Baby yeah. Rocket. And I, and I think it was the high evolutionary who picked him up, and I think mm -hmm. he experimented on him and traumatized him and made him into what he is. And Rocket is going to have to unpack that PTSD of... And it's going to be kind of a... You know how like a lot of... I mean, films in general, but Marvel films always kind of have a a moral to the story like comic books in general yeah. is kind of a takeaway it i think that's going to be rocket's kind of arc it's going to be you can't control what happened to you when you were young but your behavior and your decisions can allow you to not let them decisions rule you um, so i think this guardians of the galaxy is gonna be essentially all about rocket and his backstory because if you think about it the first guardians of the galaxy story kind of went into drax and his story and where it came from and his family and like why he be, like why he was so why he is the way he is yeah the second one was obviously star lord met his dad all that side of things the i mean like um Endgame and all the like the Avenger films kind of went into Gamora and Nebula and Thanos and their link of that. The only person obviously we've had Groot who's like grown back and we're kind of just getting to live his backstory this time. Yeah, we can't um, really learn too much about Groot no. without really confusing flashbacks. Um just I am Groot. So Rocket's the only one we haven't really dived into his story. So yeah. We had a little scene in the very first one where he kind of breaks down about how he was experimented on, but that's about it. Yeah, that's all we know. And obviously, like, they've shown a few shots where he's got, like, a shirt off and his back's all covered in, like, electronics yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I do think this will be mainly focused on uh, Rocket and where it came from, and that's how they'll, like we've said, that's how they'll link in the uh, high evolutionary. Exactly. Um, obviously it'd be interesting to see where Adam Warlock ties into things and how that all turns out but it does seem like the end of this film is going to be very emotional and a very much a end of the road yeah yep 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 um, and that was all that we really got shown a lot about so a lot of the stuff we see or discuss now is going to be a little bit more speculation, but we won't last on it for as long. Um, well, yeah. So after Guardians three, we've got Echo coming in summer twenty twenty three, which is going to be another Disney Plus TV show. Yep, and um, we were obviously from... introduced to Echo in Hawkeye. Yep, we were. Um, as far as I know. Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock and Daredevil is confirmed, uh, and Daredevil is confirmed to make an appearance in Echo. It would make sense. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be in the show. Um, or not. I... If not, I don't know who the main antagonist of Echo is going to be. Or if Echo is going to be like an Echo versus Daredevil kind of thing, where Daredevil's trying to reason with her. Maybe. Or if, or if it's a case of they're both kind of working together to find and stop Kingpin, but not agreeing on methods. Yeah, that possibly could be. Or maybe Echo, like, seeks out Daredevil for help. Um, I've decided what I want Echo to actually be. Oh? Have you ever seen the comedy film uh, Hear No Evil, See No Evil with uh, Gene Wilder and... I don't think I have. Hold on, let me look it up. I need to... Hear No Evil... Or See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Yeah, 1989. Phenomenal comedy film with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. I don't believe I've seen that. Okay. So basically, Gene Wilder plays Deaf Man. Mm -hmm. Richard Pryor plays a blind man. Mm -hmm. And between them, they witnessed a murder. Okay. Um, and they're being hunted by the mob, essentially, because they're trying to kill them before they can give over the information they have between them. Um, and it's very, very funny just because of the shenanigans they get into. And... Um. Mm -hmm. I... I want them to use that element of comedy in Echo just to piss people off. <laughs> just to piss off people who want Daredevil to be dark and brooding. <sighs> That's what I want. Well, now that you've like mentioned that, because obviously the way that Hawkeye ended was Echo gets into that um, altercation oh, and she, she shoots yeah. Kingpin in the fucking face. Which would leave it as we all presume Kingpin is alive. And I, I mean, mean it's I'm pretty, pretty sure that exact same thing happened in the comics and yeah. he survived it. Like that exact same thing. Um, So it would make sense that she's now going to be hunted by Kingpin. So maybe she's on the run and she ends up crossing paths with Daredevil because obviously he's trying to f sort out Kingpin and then they end up working together because the blind and the deaf sort of thing could could turn into something like that and like you said then maybe there's some conflict on how to deal with Kingpin um yeah. it's gonna be I think it'll be an interesting show and gets to kind of open that world up more now it it would be nice to have a show once again that is um street level focused. Yes. Um, I I really enjoy the street level shows. Um, so I always want more of them. I think it'll also be a good kind of opening tease to bring to Daredevil coming back. I potentially, agree. if they give us Daredevil in it, like pro like a lot of a decent amount of Daredevil, not much like a random cameo. Um. Yeah. But yeah, there's not any other details really given on that at San Diego. They just kind of told us when it's coming. Yes. Um, then we move on to the Marvels. Uh, Which... July 28th, 2023. Mm -hmm. And all we know really of this is this is where Miss Marvel returns. <laughs> yeah, it's Kamala Khan, it's Captain Marvel, and it is Monica Rambeau. Oh. Um, I we know basically nothing about this at all. 
and I, I, I'm actually quite excited for it. Um, I hope Carol Danvers gets to keep the super comic accurate suit we saw at the end of the Miss Marvel show. So, I hope everyone grows the fuck up by the time this comes out and stops hating Miss Marvel for no reason. I hope people grow up and stop hating Captain Marvel for no reason. I, I hope people grow up and stop get... hating MCU for no reason. Yeah. I, I've got a feeling this film is going to get a fuck ton of hate for no reason. And me and you are going to be sitting here going, I really fucking liked it. I don't know what everyone's yeah. problem is. Um, um, I think my only prediction, I guess, maybe of this is looking at what's coming before and what, like, the gap between there's nothing really that is going to relate or nothing I see like Miss Marvel tying into Kamala Khan or like Captain Marvel other than like maybe Secret Invasion. Um, so Miss the Marvels might literally be set like right after um, where Miss Marvel ended. I think the Marvels is going to end up being quite an important film for the story the the multiverse saga mm-hmm. um but i don't know how yet i i think if it if it ties like timeline wise they make it so it's like right after where miss marvel ended and it explains what the fuck happened and how they swap places potentially or whatever's going on there i think that it'll suddenly open up and explain a lot of these artifacts and what's going on and i imagine we're going to come across more artifacts or weapons or whatnot in these few films and shows coming so yeah i do think it'll be an important like kind of explanation of i don't know maybe some of the things that have happened with secret invasion and stuff like it's gonna be answer a lot of loose threads sort of things maybe um and then also in summer 2023 we have season two of the loki tv show yep which, again, there's been some uh, set photos oh, leaked really? that I saw uh, of Tom Hiddleston in his uh, like TVA-style outfit. Um, and I forget what the, the female Loki actress is called. <sighs> I was going to say Sylvie, but that's just what she went by. Wasn't yeah. It? But okay, yeah, so Sylvie is wearing an outfit that people have figured out is a old McDonald's uniform from oh, okay. what some like old like whatever year that like is the theme of the Loki shows and all that. Um, oh, and okay. wonders if it's a variation of Sylvie that is working at McDonald's that Loki finds um to question or not. But that was kind of the only shots. I mean, we know at the end of the first season of Loki, we were left in a situation where they just killed He Who Remains and he said, see you in a minute. And yeah. then Loki went back to the TVA. Owen Wilson's character couldn't remember him. And then there's a statue of Kang the Conqueror instead of the Timekeepers. Yep. And um, I wonder if that then means Sylvia disappears. So he goes looking and finds a variation. And maybe that's what that all is all about. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of traveling around to different multiverses. Probably a bit more of an explanation of how the timeline, all that shenanigans yeah. works. Yeah, I think we're going to get even more understanding of the branches and what it means. Yeah, and how that relates to multiverses and maybe even to the quantum realm. So, Loki Season 2 should be a good one. I think that'll be good. And then we have a, a little break. 
uh, before mm-hmm. we get to November 3rd, 2023, where we get Blade. Yes. That's going to be so good. Finally, all these mentions of vampires across all these Marvel films and shows, finally we will actually deal with vampires. Masharal Ali is going to go down as one of Marvel's best casting decisions up there with RDJ. I would agree. It's gonna, he's um, going to play that role so well. I am so excited. Blade's a fucking awesome character, and I cannot wait to see the stories they tell with him. And it's another member of the Midnight Suns in the MCU and active. Also, sorry, I forgot to mention, um, in some of the She-Hulk footage that's come out since, there's a poster in the black background that looks like it's for Johnny Blaze, who's, of course, Ghost Rider. Oh. Which would be a third member of the Midnight Suns. Maybe he appears in Blade. Maybe. We also might get, um, what you call from the Eternals? Um, The Black Knight. Black Knight? Yeah, Black Knight. Black Knight. He might show up in Blade. May well show up and Blade. It was Blade's voice apparently yeah. we heard at the end of the Eternals. So I would be surprised if we don't have them duoing in the film a bit. Um, yep. 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 But other than or that, maybe yeah, they... the end of Blade ties in with the end of the Eternals. Possibly, so then yeah. We get to see like the two stories, and then they meet at a point, and then information from the Eternals and information from Blade gives us an idea of where that story. That's going. going. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, that's also a good point. Um. Then in full 2023, we mm-hmm. have um, the Ironheart TV show, which is going to be coming to Disney Plus. Um, yes. We weren't given any information about that at all, uh, but of course we did see Riri Williams in the Black Panther trailer. So I yep. assume we might have a bit of a better idea about what we might see in that show at the end of Black Panther. Yes, I think... Depending on what position Riri's been left in, I think we'll be able to get a better idea of what kind of show we're going to see. I have a slight theory in... So we okay. saw it in the Black Panther um, trailer, her cutting out the iconic like symbol out of sheet metal with a blowtorch, mm-hmm. which gave me very much Iron Man 1 in the cave suit vibes. Very yeah. rustic looking thing. I wonder if she puts something together in something a bit more jank and rustic in Black Panther for whatever's going the final on. Final battle. Yeah. yeah, for whatever's going on. And then Ironheart TV series, we f- see her using Wakanda tech and actually making a proper suit. And, and refining and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, going mo- more into that. And potentially, if she's going to be linked with like Wakanda and stuff, might give us some more like just background like we get to see a bit more of wakanda and the tech side of things and um showing a bit more of that world but through the ironheart tv series no i I agree it sounds um i mean i'm so excited she's a really cool character in my opinion and i'm curious to see how well marvel utilizes her yeah there's i think that tv show will have a better kind of prediction and understanding once we've seen Black Panther. Um, yeah. Then um, winter 23 going into early 2024, 
mm-hmm. with Agatha Coven of Chaos, which is going to be a TV show. Originally, it had a different name, I believe. It did. Um, Agatha. It began with a H. Agatha hate. Harkness. Yeah. Harkness of something, I think. Yeah. Anyway, they've changed the name. Um, based on what we knew of the original show, and I assume the show is the same, it's just got a different title. Yeah. Um, it sounds like this is actually going to be more of an origin story for Agatha back during when she was in the coven and stuff that we saw in the flashback in WandaVision um, to add a bit more ca- um, depth to the character that is Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Okay, so it was originally um, called House of Harkness. There we go. I don't think the show is going to be anything particularly special. I think it is a show for people who want every ounce of MCU content they can get versus people who care about the main 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 story yeah i also wonder if the name change is a bit more to help people because now we've had dr strange and we understand like all the chaos energy and stuff if it's to help you kind of like go okay it's from that maybe Maybe. it'll branch into that and explain a bit more of that stuff so people have a better understanding of that, magic in the mcu yeah um and like where it's come from and whatnot i agree i don't think it's going to be like anything super important to the main storyline it's kind of more going to be like here's an info dump about this stuff so when it crops up again you have a better understanding of you never know because of that it might lend so much creative freedom to the team working on it, it could be very yeah. very well done because it's kind of okay that's going don't do anything that's going to fuck with the main story and just well, kind yeah, of tell your own story um and because it's a bit more encapsulated it might allow them to have a bit more fun with it and create something special um, yeah there's the only things we know really about chaos magic and stuff is the book and a few rituals like we don't really know much exactly so they have a lot of freedom to depending what like the actual story is going to be like how far back or what it dives into but yeah there's a lot of creative freedom there that they can play with and then we come to what not um blade off as my most and un- oh no sorry secret invasion off as my most painted project daredevil mm-hmm. born again which coming to disney plus spring 2024 confirmed to be 18 episodes now I know you've told me what this relates to, but when I first saw that as just the title card on the whole phase five, like timeline thing they had on the screen, I saw Daredevil Born Again and immediately I was just like, my theory about him getting snapped and being back could be right. But then you've obviously now said it is a comic. So it is a comic run that was done by Frank Miller, the iconic Frank Miller. Um, late 80s. Okay. Um, I've got a piece written up for this for us to discuss next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that your theory is out the window. The story that's being told in that Frank Miller comic can work alongside your theory. So that's what I thought might... My- be how they tie in a comic old comic run story theme into the world they have 
is whether they'll include it. The 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 comic. Bearing in mind, Marvel don't do one of one comic adaptations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in this particular story, they're definitely not going to do some of the stuff. Um, they could definitely utilize what you said of him getting snapped and coming back mm-hmm. as a catalyst for the story. Okay. Which I still think is the best way, in my opinion, is the easiest and best way they can bring Daredevil into the MCU without having the issue of being like, where the fuck has he been? It's but, I mean, really... you, could, you, you could also just, uh, while I do agree with you, they could also simply go, he's a street-level hero. Right. We did a five-year hop, skip, and a jump. He's been working the street. Yeah. I mean, like they don't get me wrong. I do agree that your way is clean, and it stops people being able to do the basic. Oh, why wasn't he there? Blah 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 blah. But if they don't want to do that, I mean, they can still just easily go. He's well, yeah. a street level hero. He was working the street. Get over it. I think it's just it also ties in, doesn't it, with the title "Born Again" and everything. So yeah, it, it'd be an additional play on the title for sure. But I think um, the bigger thing is that it. I'm sure we'll discuss, as you said, more next week's episode. But the fact that it's 18 episodes long, I'm so excited. This, Mar- this Marvel, is it. Marvel be listening to us. Kevin Feige watched our podcast. Why, why do I feel like Daredevil? If it goes well, and everyone loves 18 episodes, that could set the precedence for a lot more of the MCU shows. Yeah, but you know what's really funny. Um, and I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll discuss this more next week. The premise of the Born Again storyline, for people who fell in love with Daredevil through the Netflix shows, which is fine, mm-hmm. not everyone has to love comic books, but the people who fell in love with Daredevil through Netflix is really going to struggle to watch this storyline. Okay. Because it's brutal. There's an old ad- adage about Spider-Man. Spider-Man fans only love Spider-Man stories where Peter Parker is struggling. This okay. is that devil Daredevil storyline. I'm fine with that. Um, and I think some people who like love Matt Murdock and like the the baby is like, oh little Matt, I love him so. They're gonna <laughs> hate watching this. They're gonna be like, oh no, not my poor baby. Um, oh, and, and that's that. why it's gonna work so good because yeah. people love this character so much, like genuine love. They're gonna be. It's gonna hurt watching the character go through this stuff. It'll pay off though. And then we get Captain Motherfucking America, Sam Wilson. Yes. The one and only Captain America these days. Coming back for Captain America's fourth film, Sam's first full outing as Captain America. In Captain America: New World Order, May third. 2024 to round off phase five i'm so intrigued to know what because new world order is obviously referring to something yes um and i have that written up for next week okay so i'm guessing it ties into a comic run um not a comic run but it it ties something from the comics okay yeah yeah there, there, there's something there. When I typed in Marvel Comics New World Order, stuff came up. Okay. 
So um, that's going to be good. It's not in depth for some of the other stuff I've got next week, but it, it might give us a bit of a flavor of what they might be looking at. Yeah, and it could also help give us a idea, I guess, of where the, like, the whole Marvel story could be leading with things yeah. and stuff. Um, I, and it's definitely setting a precedent for something. Okay. Well, um, I'm, purely I'm because looking, it's the end of a phase. I'm looking forward to us getting him as the new like as captain america i'm i'm so hyped i love sam wilson i'm so glad he's finally cap and i cannot fucking wait to get a full outing where he gets to be the big boy the main guy because Do... by the end of falcon and the winter soldier he was captain america yeah that last episode he was cap so i don't want to see any of this learning and struggling to be cap I want him to be fucking Oh, camp. I think he will be. I, I, I hope that's not what we get. I... Do we get... I'm, I'm okay with him struggling with being a hero, but being that natural leader who, who invites that kind of camaraderie, yeah, I, we can't have any of that struggle. I think what struggle they'll play with for the story will be the struggle of he has to deal with the fact that some people won't well there'll be those they'll play off of that people don't accept him as cap in certain like certain situations they're like oh you're not the real captain america which is really funny because you're gonna have the people then going oh it's woke for woke's sake not realizing the social commentary is literally about them yeah (laughs) not realizing that it's just mirroring what the fandom's doing um and i like the way that, that like we talked about it back when it was the show was coming out and there was that speech he did um when he's in full outfit and he does the the whole speech and we're like he was touching on real world issues i feel like they might they, they they're going to do a good job again i think of building those real world issues into this this film and doing it in a really good way and selling everybody like i think they're going to really convert the people that are like Oh, he's not real. Like, okay, he's the new cat, but he's not Steve Rogers. I think a lot of those people will go, okay, yeah, no, I'm fine with this. Like, yeah. And once again, I highly doubt they're going to have a real reason to not accept him. Yeah. Um, Other than if they are racist. Mm hmm. And then that moves us into phase six. Which. And and, now we didn't get a whole lot of information. Well, boy, howdy. We got me bricked up. Yeah, but we got information. I I just want to point out. I'm pretty sure they finished like the whole phase five thing and whatnot. And then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you thought this panel was done. Here's... We don't want to tell you too much, but we want to let you know a little bit about what's Yeah, they're coming. like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, yes, we have planned to phase six. Yes, we are weaving a fucking story sort of thing. So, phase six starts with the motherfucking first family of marvel the fantastic four november 8th 2024 hurry we're like barely two years away from the fantastic four finally being home can we just talk about though the fact that fantastic four was teased ages ago and i'm pretty sure part of phase five because they gave us didn't they that like fantastic four title yeah it must have been at least two years 
Yeah, pretty... the, basically the second they got Fox and had the Fantastic Four rights, they were like, yes, it is in pre-production. We're working on it instantly. Which I think people then kind of were like, oh, it's going to be soon. Yeah. But it literally was like, they just got it and they wanted to announce it. Now they finally decided, okay, it's going to happen in phase six. Yeah. Um, we know nothing. And I'm fine with that. I know it's coming. I know when it's coming. I'm horny. Yeah, I think the only thing we know is that they have confirmed it will start production early next year. Early next year, which means that D23 will probably go get cast. Yes. They, if they don't do it D23, it's going to get leaked some point before the but end of the year. I do think this means John Krasinski's out. You say because that, but the, who knows? If the first Fantastic Four outing is not until 2024, if you, if you use John Krasinski, he's going to be 44 by then. You ain't getting 10 years out of that. Yeah, but who knows what's going to happen at the end of Phase 6. Maybe yeah, we don't need to get 10 years out if, of it. If, if we get a soft reboot of the Fantastic Four inside a year of them coming into the MCU, it does more harm than good. But anyway, that's a debate for a different day. Yeah. Um, we then have two untitled projects in fall of 2024. Yes. Two untitled projects in winter slash early 2025-2024. Mm-hmm. Um, then two untitled projects in the spring of 2025. Mm-hmm. And then Avengers Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025. Ooh! <laughs> I've got some stuff written for next week about that. We're we going to talk about these titles. They've, they, th they're acting like they gave us nothing. Boy, they gave us stuff. We know stuff. We know what's coming. They knew what they were doing with the titles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People ain't ready. Um, I'm, I'm so, so excited for that. And the crazy thing is, that's May 2nd. The next Avengers film's November 7th. It's like six months. Yeah, they were like, oh, this, this is the thing as well. You've got to remember, at the, at the panel, while this is happening, they go, here's Fantastic Four. They don't say anything about these untitled ones. Then they just go, the next one for Phase 6 is Avengers Kang Dynasty. Everyone fucking go mental. Then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, six months later, yeah, there's another Avengers film. Well, did you see how they actually showed it in Hall H? The logo literally changed in an, in an animation to reveal the title of Secret War. Oh, well. It was fucking sick. Um, then two untitled projects in summer 2025 in between Kang Dynasty and the end of Phase 6 and the Multiverse Saga, Avengers Secret War, November 7th, 2025. Which holy shit! Let's just also you you slipped it in there, but this is officially known as the multiverse saga, which means from now on we are going to we're going to call the MCU the MCM. Yes. So if you don't know what MCM means, it's the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Get on board. We're gonna we're we're gonna copyright that right now and sell it back to Kevin uh, for all merch purposes. <laughs> but. but um... it, Secret Wars is going to be fucking nuts. So I'm, I'm not going to get into it too much because, no. like I said, I've got a big write-up for next week. But what I'm going to say is people are focusing on the 80s comic Secret Wars. 
Mm-hmm. I tweeted it earlier. I'm not sure if you actually saw the tweet from the cutscenes right. account. Let, yes. let me let me get it up. Let me get it up so I don't misquote myself. Like <laughs> that would be really fucking embarrassing, wouldn't it? I mean, been there. Uh, buh, 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 buh. This is it. Secret Wars is going to be a mix of the original 80s story and the 2015 story of the same name. Whether we like it or not, that's realistically what we're going to get. So, Secret Wars in the 1980s, I've, like I said, I've got a big part of it next week. That is what a lot of the comic book community have gone straight for because it's an iconic story. Mm-hmm. The 2015 Secret Wars is not so well received, so people are assuming they're not going to adapt it. I'm telling you right now, that story makes more sense for the MCU right now. Okay. But because it is not great, they're mm-hmm. going to take parts of the original story from the 80s that everyone adores, and we're going to get an amalgamation of the two. And I've got some theories about it, which we will focus on next week. But anyone who's watching this who think who's thinking, oh, yeah, I, 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 I got on that. I Googled it. 1980s story. I know what it's going to get. That sounds sick. It's not going to be that. It's going to be bits of that. The main story itself is going to be more like the 2015 one, I think, right, just okay. because of the logic behind it. Um, but I will go into both of the stories next week and explain what I think they take from both oh, stories. Because, yeah. let's be honest, we've just spent an hour and 40 talking about basically Phase 5 and the end of Phase 4. We ain't got time to talk about Phase 6 this week. Right. So if you want to hear our theories on phase six and us break diving into those three amazing films and what these unannounced projects might be, that'll be next week's episode. Yes, it will. Um, now, we've got a couple of little things to discuss here. Yes, I noticed. No mutant projects were confirmed mm. at Comic-Con. Along, well, I suppose this also, I presume, is you including Deadpool. Yes. Um, but what was very interesting is Kevin Fee did an interview straight afterwards. And someone went, so the phase is moving quite quickly now. Is it going to be um, phase 10 or phase X? To which Kevin Feig said, you really want to, you want to wait till phase 10 for the X-Men? I was kind of hoping we could get there in a bit sooner than that. Ooh. Some of Smart. them untitled projects are going to be X-Men projects. Okay. I also I love... Aaron fucking T it. That interviewer is fucking smart because they knew that they didn't want to wait till phase 10. Yeah. They were like, oh, this but is a great way to play it. of him going, oh, I don't want to wait that long is yeah. gold dust. I, I think you're right. I think phase six is going to have um, some X-Men it, it, and it, stuff. Yeah. It's got to. The, the next saga after multiverse saga is going to be more focused around the X-Men. Um, but they're going to start teeing that up in phase six. I also to the people that are like, oh, Deadpool 3's not been put anywhere. My thought, well, it's either this is their way of being like, look, Deadpool is separate. I, I think Deadpool is going to be kept separate. Or I wonder if they're it's not that Deadpool's separate. I think maybe they are like, Deadpool is in this world, but Deadpool's just doing his own thing. And when the film's ready and the film's good to go, they'll slot it in where it, need, where it can. Yeah. And they're less worried about it being part of the MCU timeline, like the 
a whole MCM they know, thing. They know that film's going to do insanely well no matter what, yeah. so just let it run. I think what you'll get is Deadpool 3, I, in my opinion, I think will be connected to the MCM and they'll do their usual little like drop hints of things. And whether it's them drop hinting about the X-Men films that maybe get announced or we have details on by the time the film comes out, maybe it's some of that. And maybe Deadpool does get brought in properly when we're in the X-Men era. But yeah, Deadpool 3 not being on there is not a massive surprise, not a really. Concern. Yeah, no. we know it's being worked on. I'm not worried. One thing I am worried about, or was, I'm not so much now. Okay. Armor Wars disappeared from everything. Yeah, I didn't realize this. Yeah, Armor Wars was supposed to be coming out this year and then got delayed um, because of COVID and stuff. Cool. Um, and then it just seems to have disappeared. So I was a little bit worried, like, oh, maybe because Armor Wars is going to be a lot of Riri Williams already, or was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe maybe they've got rid of it and they're going to spread that story out over Secret Invasion, Black Panther, and then Ironheart. Yeah. But the writer of Armor Wars has been on Instagram and confirmed that the project has been scrapped. So that also could be one of these untitled. So Armor Wars is still alive. And it's a TV series, isn't it? Yes. Um, so if, like me, you're one of the people who's very excited for Armor Wars, do not fear. The show's not done yet. We will get it at some point. I'll be 100% honest. Until I read our notes for today's episode and saw you said Armor Wars mysteriously disappeared, I'd not even had a second yeah. thought about it. And, and that's the thing. A lot of people... I've just realised I spelled mysteriously. Oh, yeah, wrong. That's embarrassing. Um, you could have got away with not saying anything about that. Yeah. One, <laughs> no filter. Um, there was so I, much I was going on. I sad when I realised it was gone. Um, because that's a project that's a bit off the wall that I was really fucking hyped for. Okay. Um, and I'm glad to know that it's not completely dead in the water. I, if with it being not cancelled, I do wonder if they're just like they've. It wasn't shown obviously this time because they've moved it to phase six, but obviously they don't want to. Or or maybe there's going to be other stuff in phase five, and they just didn't want to overload people. Maybe, it wouldn't surprise me if they move it to phase six though, as one of the untitled ones. And it's just easier for them to kind of take it off the docket till it's time to put it back on. Because if you look, phase five is like 18-ish months long. No, a little bit shorter than that. 15 months long. And that's only got 11 projects. And they're squeezing 10 into a year for phase six. Um, okay, so looking at it, because obviously it's a TV show. There's one TV in spring, two summer, one fall one winter i think armor wars ends up being sent out after captain america as summer to cover that gap so maybe it'll be classed as in phase five but not the end of phase five yeah it'd be like timeline wise it's because i think that the unwritten rule is um phases start and end with tv shows uh with films sorry not yeah, with tv yeah. shows um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. The, which would have been the case had they not retroactively made Far From Home Phase Three and not Phase Four for no apparent reason. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. Um, um, I mean, there's still. Well, I I think by D twenty three, 
when these like as we're predicting these other unannounced shows or films get kind of confirmed it could be one of them and if it's not i think they'll tell us where it fits in yeah by that point um maybe that's what they're now trying to figure out is how to where to slot it in best yeah um also um non directly marvel M- or mcu shows related but marvel content okay we've got another series of what if coming oh yeah we've got marvel zombies which is going to be mature rating which is tv's equivalent of an r rating mm-hmm. which is big news because it means not only is disney plus willing to house r-rated content like deadpool they're producing it yeah they're going to start making it which should make you all very excited for daredevil born again being an r-rated show and like the fact that deadpool 3 will definitely be r-rated and get checked yeah, on there exactly um and we also got spider-man freshman year i don't want to get into that maybe i'll write something next week it seems a bit weird it's all a bit up in the air no matter where it sits and what it actually pertains to that show is gonna slap so fucking hard it is unreal animated batman uh spider-man always undefeated mm-hmm. you're giving us a young animated spider-man with cameos from daredevil norman osborne harry osborne loads of his rogues gallery it's gonna be fucking lit and i cannot wait yeah that should be that should be good there was also don't forget the for those of you that love group there's a few little like group short shit when do they actually start coming out they start coming out soon Soon. yeah i'm not like fifth or sixth i think the first one um i'm not actually 100 sure let me google this real quick I think they genuinely saw it like middle of August and there's like five shorts or something. Um, release date. Da, 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 da. Is it going to tell me? August 10th. Also, don't forget, we heard no more about the Guardians Christmas special, which is going to be canon and is going to be important, which is supposed to be coming out this Christmas. That would probably also be at D23 then. Yeah. There, there is some other projects similar to like the Armor Wars and the Christmas special, which we know are definitely coming, that weren't discussed. So I'm really curious as to what's up with that. Anyway, this is a long enough episode as it is. Let's get through these last couple of points so that you guys can, um, I don't know, go and say sorry to your bosses for taking a two-hour lunch break. <laughs> Imagine. Um. So I, I wrote this point down and then didn't actually think of working out what my three were. <laughs> I know. It. Um, so instead of top three most exciting moments, what were some of the highlights from the panel for you, Perth? Um, I think getting a Black Panther trailer. I think, and then finally showing us something for that. Super fucking excited for that. The fact that they have basically like even though it's just the title giving us avengers kang dynasty and avengers secret wars and being like look this is where it ends and that being only in 2025 like is one wild to think about that we're not that far from it i'm too super excited for those films and what we're leading up to um i'm trying to think what else really cut Shout out the homie Kevin for making sure this podcast is always going to have enough content. 
Yeah, we Lord knows DC don't give a fuck. Do you want to? Oh, this was something that in twenty twenty. So for for the viewers at home and listeners, when Avengers Secret Wars comes out in November seventh, twenty twenty five, I will be thirty years old. I watched Iron Man one in the cinema when I was thirteen. What a run! That is 17 years of Marvel films. And it probably won't stop there. Let's be real. Well, me and Hurry worked out. San Diego Comic Con's always around this time of year. So quite hanged on. 2025? Yeah. Um, so we thought maybe we um, book out Hall H for the podcast while we go out and do just a live one. Because, you know, we're going to have like 100, maybe 200 million subscribers by then. <laughs> So hiring, hiring, or using one of our many private jets to fly out for it <laughs> many just kind of makes sense. Jets. Many, many private jets. Um, well, I think for me, Daredevil board again, and oh, it yeah. being confirmed as eighteen episodes. Yeah, the eighteen very, episodes very is huge. And the Phase Six information. Mm. Yes, more. Um, but overall, it was solid. The the write ups I've read for the footage that was shown to the audience and everything, just top to bottom, I think it was brilliant. I know. I mean, it's been like coming up to a week now. Um, so in the next week to two weeks, fans are going to start turning on it for no apparent reason because that's what happens now. You get three weeks and then we hate you. Um, so I'm curious to see what people start moaning about. But um, I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, I think considering us, and I'm actually pretty sure a lot of people that like make content off Marvel announcements and do news and stuff. No, I don't think anyone kind of predicted them to announce this much stuff. Nope. Everyone expected no D23 to have like this. What and we got here is what we expected from D23. Yeah. And they yeah. really went, nah. D23 is still going to be stacked. Uh, yeah. But I it's don't just think anyone expected them to go deep into Phase 6 with their announcement. No. Like, they could have very easily kept the Phase 6 stuff for D23. But I'm really glad they didn't. One, because we got to know. And two, it actually shows that, like, they still have a very deep care for the Comic-Con fandom and what that holds, rather than being like, now nah, we're going to keep it for our own show. And make you watch our thing they still reward those like hardcore fans that have always been there for like marvel um, um what, what's the recording length at right now we are currently about to hit two hours so i think we actually uh skipped the superhero showdown this week and hold back on it for a week <sighs> okay <laughs> <laughs> sure Cool. cool. Did you get your nice drama alert yeah. moment? There, yeah? <laughs> um, because I breaking think news: we, superhero showdown yeah. has been delayed. <laughs> uh, I think we're throwing a lot of information at the people, and I want to give Warner Brothers to um, decide if they want to sponsor the superhero showdown with the release of Multiverses. <laughs> um, <laughs> by by releasing Abomination yeah. versus Captain Cold. Imagine. imagine and then we can imagine. we can just play it out, and that that's how we'll decide. <laughs> Yeah, um, I 
this has cemented even more in my mind at some point in my life I need to get out to San Diego for a Comic Con. Um, I mean, yeah, they're going to do this sort of stuff. Like, ain't no other Comic Con can compare. Yeah. And it also makes me hope that one day maybe me and you get involved to do a small panel maybe at London Comic Con. Um, yeah. Although, because that would be phenomenal. For the viewers, something that I said to Connor, which while this was all going down and we were we were chatting and linking each other stuff that was getting announced, uh, we both agreed that there will be a point, hopefully, where through the show we can be there in Hall H. And I said, well, all we need is one of us to be there, which would probably be Connor, because I'll let him go, because he's the bigger comic nerd. Uh, he can be there in Hall H, and I'll run a live stream, and maybe one year we'll li do live coverage of San Diego Comic-Con. And Connor can be there and quickly film shit and send it me on WhatsApp, and I can leak it to the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, Comic-Con's a very special place for a lot of people, um, and I just know if I go once, it'll probably become a yearly thing. Um, so what you're saying is we need to move to San Diego. Or just, you know, everyone hit that subscribe <laughs> button so that we can afford to fly out each year. Yeah, also that. Or so that we get invited out each year. Imagine. But um, thank you very much for hanging out. I hope that you enjoyed hearing us get very excited over the future of the MCU. Next week, I've already got my notes written for next week. So let me give you a little idea of what you week so that you um, understand a bit more. So next week, I'm going to be doing a character profile on Riri Williams so that you guys can understand just how much I'm excited for her. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be going over the Daredevil Born Again run by Frank Miller to maybe give us an idea of what we can expect from that show. The Kang yep. Dynasty or Kang War comic arc um, that may be informing the Kang Dynasty film. Mm -hmm. um, what is the New World Order? Because that could very well play in a little bit to Captain America film. Yep. Um, and then Secret War. Um, what I've got written at the moment is mainly around the 80s story. But there is going to be a bit of a back and forth between that and the 2015 story. Um, yeah, and I mean, for our fans that are the more casual ones as well, that seeing everyone get hype over the fact there's Avengers Secret War, but don't really know what Secret War is. Uh, we'll get into a bit more of that. So hopefully you then understand what potentially is coming and what why people are hyped for it. Yeah. And then we will be discussing our predictions for what some of them eight unannounced basic projects could be. Yep. Um, I've already got mine written down. Hori definitely doesn't. No, I don't. <laughs> really and called me out like that. <laughs> since I delayed it, next week will be Abomination versus Captain Cold. Cold. Um, thank you for hanging out. Um, yep. We really appreciate it. This has been one of my most anticipated episodes to film. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I just want you guys to know quite how much mental fortitude it took for me and Hori playing games with each other over the last week to not. I will um, say, we were actually very good. We were. There was one almost slip-up last night before anyone else joined us to play multiverses. Where I was like, and I was like, no, it's podcast talk, we'll save it. There's, there's been the a couple theory. of times where I've seen something on Twitter and my instinct is to go and like, go, oh shit, what? And then I'm like, nah, we'll, we'll save it. 
Yeah. Uh, things like the the whole like um, vibranium war idea for Black Panther yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this... we appreciate you guys effort endlessly for all the support. Um, so if you could subscribe, like the video. And I mean, I always say this at the end of the long. You won't see it if you watch our short stuff. Um, but if you do mainly watch our short stuff, appreciate that as well. We want to make the content fit for you guys. So we know some people only have 10, 15 minutes, which is why Horry works so hard on breaking it up into them segments for you guys. Um, so thank you very much. And we yeah, will catch you... you next week. We will indeed.